Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Morning Toast. Happy Monday. Hope everyone had a great weekend. I am honored, humbled, excited, and just beyond relieved to have my co-host back. Jackie, thank you so much for being here. I cannot tell you how much I've missed you. You're so welcome. Why don't you... Why don't you sit this one out, you know, chill, sure. enjoy. This was such a big weekend, like on all fronts. So many holidays, Coachella, so much to discuss. So I feel very good about being here on a Monday. No, we needed you today. Yeah, there's so much to talk about. I know. I was glued to my phone this weekend. And I didn't, <laughs> I don't, I didn't expect that for myself. Like I've been very, you know, out disconnected, of, disconnected from what's going on in the world, and I didn't think that I would be like so obsessed, glued to what was going on at Coachella this weekend. But I did not turn my TV on once. That's also because I opted to read this weekend instead of watch TV. But I also was realizing I was on my phone the whole weekend, like wanting to see the looks, wanting to see what was happening. And we will be recapping all of it. But how was your weekend? It was good. You know, it was a holiday, so it was. Um, a different kind of weekend for me. I'm not usually like, you know, spending the entire weekend like not drinking, you know, with family. But it's nice, you know, it's actually crazy how long the weekends are when you're not like going hard. Yeah. Yeah. Much longer not, like, than I was used to. And you're not waiting for your hangover to pass. You're not like wishing away hours yeah. that are precious. No, it's true. It's 100% true. So it felt like a really long weekend. It was good to be close to God. Close to family. Yeah. You hosted a beautiful Seder yes. on Friday night. Thank you. Yes, I Harold did. Harold loved it. He came The reviews over. were rave. He saw your apartment. He said it was stunning. He Thank loved you. what you did with the place. Thank you so much. And the food was delicious. He said compliments to the chef. Mm-hmm. And it was a really nice evening. Thank you so much. Yes. Oh, my God. That feels like one eternity ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes, I hosted a Seder. And then we did the second Seder with Ben's family. So it was nice. Nice holiday. Um, I'm on, what is it now? Day like three or four of not eating bread. It's a part of the Jewish holiday, for those who don't know. And I am struggling. I'm so constipated. I've eaten so much matzah, which really blocks you up. Like, if you ever have... You know what? When I had the stomach flu, I should have started eating matzah because that would have bound me up real tight. I'm so I'm a little like on edge because I haven't had pasta or pizza in like three or four days. And I'm just we have to go up until I think Sunday this week. I'm yeah. fucking starving. Like I'm really hungry. Damn. Okay. Well, don't take it out on me. No, like, I am. I'm, like I'm really hungry. I busted my ass to get here. I pumped like a million fucking times. I woke up so early. I literally, my eyes are like watery. Mm-hmm. And whenever I watch the show back after I've been on, because you know that's a fun thing to of do. Course. It's a fun thing to do when you're not doing it every day. Every single day. Um, you can like see the glassiness in my eyes. You look great. Thanks, girly. And it's not glassiness in your eye. You've just got a sparkle in your eye. That's just something cute about me. You're just that girl. I am that girl. Yes. So I'm sorry that you can't have your pizza and pasta. I mean, neither can I. But it hasn't really impeded what I've been eating the last few days. Like, I was just, like, on a potato kick anyway. Right. Potatoes are the saving grace of Pesach. <laughs> potatoes, because, chips, and french fries. Right. Because everything, like, I want to eat is... Hummates is the technical word for those who don't know. You can't eat, like, any... Basically gluten. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> um because, you know, the Jews ran out of Egypt to escape slavery and they didn't have time for their matzah to rise. So that's why their bread to rise. So that's why it became matzah like a cracker because the yeast didn't rise. So now to remember the suffering of our ancestors for like eight days, we can't eat any gluten. And I'm upset. And the only thing that brings me solace is a French fry because it's not. I mean, technically, if they're battered in like tech, like 
if you want to get technical, which no, I'm, I, I don't, want, I don't I want, want to be clear. I'm not getting technical. Like some people will not have a fountain soda because the syrup in fountain <laughs> soda is like corn syrup or whatever. I'm not that girl. Like I will be having fountain soda, but I'm doing the basics. Like obviously I'm not slapping, you know, a piece of bread into my mouth. Of course. And I don't want to get technical at all. And I, I often don't. And I, I believe that if Moses had access to French fries, like he would have grabbed a handful. I also think like if he had a bag of pretzels, he would have taken them for the road. Obviously so, Moses was a smart man. So like some of these conveniences, like I think it's disrespectful to eat a flat out piece of bread because uh -huh. Moses couldn't. Right. And Moses didn't. And then we would be like rubbing our bread in Moses's <laughs> face. And that's not cool. A hundred percent. But Moses would have grabbed a pretzel rod if he had one. No, and if there was like a 7-Eleven on the way out of Egypt, I know Moses would have stopped for a fountain soda. And therefore, so will I. 100%. I just think to myself before I put it in my mouth, what would Moses want? And I know <laughs> Moses wouldn't want me to suffer. So I, I'm struggling. Yeah, but like the pasta, it does take time to cook. Moses couldn't. No, of course, of course. So like the obvious ones, but like, you know... Some people will, you know, it depends on your, the varying levels of religiosity, mm -hmm. but like a lot of people will do potato vodka, which is like a special um, kosher for Passover vodka, because I guess vodka is made from wheat. But I just know Moses was like, yeah, give me a shot. No, Moses was like, Belvedere, check. Yeah, no, shots for everyone. If, shots, If shots, he had shots. it in, in the house. Right. But no, just because he didn't go grocery shopping is not. Why should I suffer? No, no, no. So I'm like so hungry. I had like, i am just been eating like chicken. Like, I'm just so hungry. I'm so sorry. I know. It's okay. It'll be fine. It'll be You'll fine. You'll have we're, a big meal after. We're like four or five. We're like, we're like almost we're halfway. We're almost halfway. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. And that's as good. And you have like chocolate matzah. Yeah. And a lot of people are giving up different things for Lent. So it's like we're all in the same boat. Yes. Agreed. So crazy weekend here to discuss and recap it the all. The revolve of it all. The revolve of it all. Oh, my God. Yes. So. The revolve of it all. So much to say. Do you want to wait till first story, which is like really Coachella yeah, recap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But tell me about Harry. How is he doing? Everything is good. Um, I can't believe. I don't know the last time I've been on the show. Like the days go by so quickly. And I'm like, I was just here. Right. Like I was just doing the toast. And I don't it was, have, I think, uh, like six days ago. You were here last Tuesday. Okay. I don't have too many updates for everyone, but things have been going well. Breastfeeding is going really well. Good. And that's, it's all good. I mean, I'm so fucking tired. All the time. Yesterday, I guess, was like maybe a growth spurt, but he was just like cluster feeding all day. I was literally breastfeeding every hour. And the thing about, like, you're supposed to, technically you do like every two and a half to three hours when it's a normal stretch. Yeah. But that doesn't include the time spent breastfeeding. So if you're like breastfeeding for around like 40 minutes and the next one, that's 40 minutes into the two and a half to oh, three hours. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. from start to start. So it like, it's literally every hour. That's fucked up. It's messed up. That's yeah. messed up. It should be from the end. But Obviously. I mean, your baby's hungry. So like, why are you? When you let the kid cry while yeah. you just sit there with just, your sister. Just to out? make a point. <laughs> just because like it, you think it should oh, be longer. Speaking of my child, you know, I don't want to worry everyone, but Theo has been rather ill. Um, and he's going to the doctor today. So just prayers, positive thoughts. Prayers up for Theo. Prayers up for Theo. Hopefully everything's okay. It's just like a routine stomach flu. But he's just unwell. And he's not one to complain. No. And he is like, he's strong, you know? Yeah, he's built like, what's the phrase we always say? Strong like bull. Strong like bull. He is strong like bull. And so if he's down, down and out, for the count then something is amiss i know so like now we have to i'm like the type of dog i'm like it's fine it's fine but then it's like four or five days where he's not fine and usually when i'm like he's fine he is fine a day yeah. later no, bryce has so many days like that right but now it's like enough time has passed like he really needs to see a doctor so that and i have like theo's stool sample like sitting on my dining room table i don't know what to do with it i double bagged it and i put Frame it, in it obviously <laughs> <laughs> I double bagged it. .com, code toast. That's one of the sponsors today. <laughs> I double bagged it and I put it in a Ziploc bag and I was like, do I put this like in the freezer? Like I wasn't sure where to put it. I think you leave it out. Yeah, it's just chilling. Sometimes you send a sample like through the mail and it's not, it's not frozen. Yeah, no. So I just have to hang on to it until 3.30 when he goes to the doctor. Okay. So that's what I'll be doing today. That's really fabulous. Gorgeous. This fabulous life of Claudia Asher. The fabulous stool of Theo Soffer. Beyond fabulous. Stunning. Um, okay, so I feel like let's just get into it because like sitting here not talking about Revolve Fest is just a waste of my time. Okay. So without further oh, ado, do to do to do, prayers up for do. I know you guys don't like when I talk about do when I say do to do to do, prayers but up. like today's an important day for do. So 100%. everyone just keep doing your thoughts. And Bryce, he's doing fantastic, Always. by the way. Happy for you. So fucking cute. <laughs> 
Without further ado, it is time for the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <laughs> Today's also Monday, which means we are unburdening, our, or unburdening ourselves at the end of this episode and the submissions today are on another level Can't wait. so i'm excited for that and today's show is brought to you by skylight nowadays staying in touch with those we love is more important than ever and the skylight digital photo frame makes it easy you can either email photos to it or upload them to your app anytime from anywhere it's a great way to feel close to those you love even when you're far away anyone in the family can send photos to the frame so it's a great way to keep family members in touch it sets up effortlessly in under 60 seconds and even the least tech savvy person can use it it looks like a real photo frame and it adds a beautiful touch to your home. It has a gorgeous 10-inch touchscreen where you can swipe through the photos with your finger, and you can even tap to thank the person who sent the photo. With Mother's Day coming up, you guys are always asking for the skylight frame, so listen. They have a 100% satisfaction guarantee, so if you don't love the skylight, they'll give you a full refund. You can preload the photos with your favorite photos for Mother's Day. You can surprise your mom with the photos that they didn't even know that you had. Moms are always like screenshotting Instagram. Like You can just make it so easy for them to have a gorgeous photo of you, your family, your friends in their home. As a special holiday offer, you can get the $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com and enter code TOAST. That's right, $10 off your purchase of a Skylight Frame when you go to skylightframe.com, enter code TOAST. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-F-R-A-M-E.com, and that code is TOAST. Today's episode is also brought to you by FitOn, the number one premium fitness app, and it is redefining the workout experience. So FitOn workouts are always free to use. They offer workouts for all fitness levels that are super easy to follow, and you can access over a thousand workouts anytime, anywhere with FitOn. They have workouts as short as five minutes, so there's no excuses to skip a workout, and over 10 million people have already used it, so you know that you're in good company. Whether it's strength training, toning, Pilates, yoga, kickboxing, you'll never get bored and you can stream it on your TV or your laptop. So if you're traveling, you can do it in a hotel room. If you're working from home, you can do it from home in between meetings. You can take classes with world-class trainers, trainers like Cassie Ho, Jeanette Jenkins, and Caroline Pierce. They've been featured in Forbes, Us Weekly, People, Women's Health, and more. Jackie, I know you've had a very positive experience with FitOn. Can you tell me about some of the workouts you tried? Yes, I love FitOn. I mean, I'm looking for all these different, you know, at classes home. or things that I can do at home that are easy, that are effective, that really, like, target your target areas. And I think FitOn is a great resource for anyone who's trying to get in at-home workouts. Join me over 10 million people getting their fit on. Work out for free anytime, anywhere. Text TOAST to 64000 to join fit on for free. That's TOAST, T-O-A-S-T, to 64000. That's TOAST to 64000. All right, let's dive into like what we need to talk about. Coachella, weekend one, the only weekend that matters. Well, you know what? Like, this has been such a clusterfuck of an ex- like a, a weekend. I actually think that if you were going to Coachella, like, to enjoy the festival, like, go to weekend two. Oh, yeah. But as far as, like, celebrities, parties, whatnot, influencers, it's weekend one mm-hmm. that it all happens. But I agree. Like, if I were, if it were, like, stagecoach and there were two weekends and I just really want to see, like, Luke Combs mm-hmm. and enjoy my life, I would go the second weekend. A hundred percent. People so, forget there's even a second weekend of Coachella. Right, because everyone activates in the first weekend. And after two years of putting it off, there was a lot of activations to be had. And it was, like, kind of chaotic. Yeah. I mean, just, like, on the base level, like, I was watching TikToks of people who, you know, bought tickets, whether it was general admission or VIP, who showed up to the festival and were turned away, like, that they were at capacity. What? Yeah, which is, like, if you're paying for a ticket, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. I didn't see that. I haven't seen any TikToks any other than, like, what you've sent me. Right. I feel like I could have probably had way more Coachella content if I was on TikTok and I thought about it but I was like no I will stick to Instagram stories and the people who I'm following who are there showing me the way so let's talk about the positives first I have to say I've been to Coachella I've experienced Coachella so I really didn't have a ton of FOMO because no FOMO here because once you've been like you know um but I did think that the Harry Styles performance was everything of the sort and that's something I would have liked to see even though like if you've been to Coachella you know like watching it on a live stream is so much more of a pleasant experience you really can't see anything at Coachella it's like chaotic yeah his performance looked great I had no FOMO when I was like watching everything through my phone it was just like out of sheer curiosity and also like after two years of it being postponed and postponed I was so curious to see like all the looks and the fashion because I do feel like Coachella even though it's like so extreme like you do get a lot of like fashion inspo for it yes. and like if there's a trend that's hitting like people go all out and you can see like what are the obvious trends mm-hmm. the fashion 
silliness which was really surprising there was very few looks or people who i was like oh that is adorable no i know everyone just looked kind of like silly with like just so many accessories and then like seeing Haley bieber and kendall walk in in like literal t-shirts and shorts just like how a music festival should be enjoyed like casual it's like low-key very they made everyone else look so dumb. Like, you're wearing a thousand hats and rhinestones and sheer and and necklaces. And, like, the coolest people are just wearing, like, like tank tops and denim shorts. Jeans and a t-shirt. Right. It was, like, kind of sad. Yeah. And I thought that was going to be the vibe for this year. Like, kind of paring everything down and just, like, really casual. I don't... I, I think it's, like, a TikTok aesthetic. Like, cool girl look or something. Uh, okay. Yeah. You know, where yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. like, Hailey Bieber style. Pulled back. And we got some of that, but we mostly got just like discarded looks from three years ago. Yeah, it was it was, it just was a lot. all over the place, and there was no clear theme of like what is the current style. And maybe that's a sign of the times where right. it's like nobody knows how to dress anymore. Right. And and I think when it comes to Coachella specifically, I think people are just like throw the more shit on the better, more fringe, more beads, more hats, more everything, and it they just looked kind of like clowns yeah no and after, i'm gonna be honest with you guys after, you look like fucking clowns two years of wearing sweats like i think people just forgot are a little rusty yeah there were some really good looks though so i'm not saying this about everyone but in general like there was no clear theme that emerged trends that emerged you know wish the things you wish you would have worn yeah yeah oh yeah there was nothing that i was like oh that's what i would have worn if i were there right now revolve is really like the the center the center of coachella they've done a really good job for themselves of like being the place for clothing the place for a good time the place for the famous people even kim showed up yeah and you know i actually saw this tiktok um i guess Revolve had this deck that they had sent around internally just of their Coachella strategy, and it leaked somehow, and it was really interesting, like how most um, retail brands will consider Q4 their highest time of year because of holiday sales. Mm -hmm. um, Co Coachella Q2 is actually Revolve's highest grossing time of year because there's no sales going on, but all these influencers, they give away like a bunch of free clothing, but all the influencers wearing clothes from, from Coachella is their like their top source of revenue throughout the year i mean that makes so much sense the amount i mean my whole feed is revolve and that's why they can afford to spend millions and millions of dollars putting on revolve fest for and for those who don't know people seem to be very confused it's not even a part of coachella when you go to coachella you know the smaller acts the lesser known artists will play during the day and then starting at like seven o'clock are like people you've heard of. So a lot of people don't even go to the festival until dark and during the day there's like not that much to do except like hang at your house and swim. So Revolve had this great idea to put on their own mini festival during the day when people usually aren't at the grounds yet. Yeah, but it's mostly for like celebrities, influencers, influencers. but now it, it is so big. I mean, it looked like there were thousands of people there. Post Malone performed, like it is a festival onto itself. They also- it's double the size when we were there. They, is that confirmed? No, I'm just guessing. No, but it was at the same place. I know, but I think in terms of people. And I think but I think that's also because like Post Malone performed. Mm -hmm. Like they always have performers and stuff, but like their headliner like rivals Coachella now. Uh, yeah, and it's it is up until recently was invite only. So you were invited by Revolve either because you're an influencer or a celebrity or for whatever reason. But this year they actually got a lot of heat before Coachella even happened because this email went around to a bunch of people that they shared on social media that was offering them an invite to Revolve Fest, but in order to get invited, you have to spend $2,000 on the website. So it's like, okay. And a lot of people said that was like greedy or whatever. And then now, knowing what actually ended up happening at Revolve Fest, people who did pay $2,000 on the website to not even be able to get in, like, that sucks. Yeah. Is that what, so I want to talk about like the viral TikToks. I didn't see anything. And I feel like I even got an email like, um, Inviting. Invite, like just like flagging Revolve Festival. If you're going to be there, like mm -hmm. let us know. Because now I'm like, here, Bestie, it's back. Space, oh, if you're interested in attending, they say this kindly note, this form does not guarantee entrance to Revolve Festival. An official invite will be sent once your form has been submitted. And there's nothing about spending $2,000, but maybe different influencers. I think it's different get, tiers. And of also I have to like submit my thing and then maybe they would get back to right. me with something so it takes place at the merv griffin estate which is Sickening. an iconic real housewives of orange county reference if you know you know um and basically if you were staying at the festival with revolve they had their own hotel if you were like a revolve influencer you were totally taken of care course, of course but there's only like 50, 50 people yeah. 
Max, if you got invited to the festival in any other way, either by purchasing a ticket, I know they were like using promoters in LA, any other way, you were told to show up to this like abandoned field in the middle of the desert for a shuttle to take you. And nobody knew where the party was. So they had to rely on these shuttles. Mm -hmm. And apparently what happened is like the buses never came. People were standing outside in a field in 100 degrees, fainting. There was no water, no shade, no food. And no one there being like, here's what's going on. It was just kind of a chaotic mess of like, hundreds and hundreds of influencers like stranded in a desert okay but i saw footage from like and everyone's saying revolve festival fire festival and i just as someone who's like watching it from a distance like i'm sorry no it's not like they put on a festival there were thousands of people there so if you're saying only like the hotel revolve people were able to go straight there and everyone else had to take buses that means they did bus in thousands of people to get there and apparently like the revolve verbiage to the people who were there was like show up on time and I think one or two, maybe three hours after you were told to show up, it became chaos at the shuttle station. Got it. And I mean, it's hard because things go viral on TikTok and like people take such pleasure in this like takedown culture and it's people just like live for the schadenfreude. And I'm just like not feeling it on this one. Like, yes, that is such a fucking bummer to have to wait there. And but they did have buses and they did have infrastructure and the festival was happening and plenty of people got there. Definitely way more than they bargained for. But they oversold. And at a certain point, like if you can't get on the bus or the bus isn't coming, like you go to the festival. Now we all saw that one girl who came to Palm Springs just to go to Revolve Festival. She mm-hmm. didn't even buy tickets to she's the video who's going viral. Oh, I didn't see. Sorry. I'm not sure. Okay, she to. like was explaining her experience. She was invited to Revolve Festival, probably got the email. She's an influencer and waited all day for the shuttle from one o'clock to seven o'clock and couldn't get on because the people who were getting on were the beasts. Right. Like, who like were just like to shoving the and like that's not her style. And she didn't even buy tickets to Coachella. She only came to Palm Springs to go to the Revolve that's Festival. Sad. She said like she missed Easter with her family because like she was going to do this and like I'm sorry, but that's on you. Like, people have choices. (laughs) And you chose that. And, like, sure, it's such, it sucks that that's how your weekend turned out. And, like, yeah, in a perfect world, you would have, everything would have been, you know, organized to a T. But, like, that's what happens when thousands of people want to go to Revolve Festival. So here's where I think Revolve is culpable. Okay. You cannot make someone pay for a ticket to an event that they can't get into. Did they pay for tickets? I I believe some of them did. Okay, because up until you just saying this to me, I assume Revolve Festival is free. So another video that I... I saw was like there were four lines for the shuttles one two three and four and they all had different tiers I guess and I think and they said for the first couple hours only people from line one were getting on the buses I have to imagine that those were people who paid you don't think it was people with the most followers I don't know see that's the thing and like I don't know what Revolve is valuing but I just know for a fact that there are people who paid for an event and weren't able to go and like that is fucked up and that's like criminal yeah, that's fucked up, but I'm, I've been operating under the premise that it is free because it's always been free. So I'm not 100% sure then, but I agree. Like you, And sh- I haven't seen any TikToks or anything, but I only seen, saw a few that said that they paid. So I agree. Like sh- you, out of your own volition, spent your own time like waiting for an event and it clearly wasn't going to happen and you decided to stay there and like that is on you. Um, and that's like your choice. But I also think, and I've always felt this way, like when at Coachella, like the whole environment, not even Revolve, but just Coachella in general, like feels just like dangerously close to an emergency. Like it's in the desert. It's so hot. It's so remote. There's a shortage of cabs, a shortage of everything. Because yeah. How do, Palm like, Springs is not designed to have hundreds of thousands of people flocking yeah. to it for four days. So the whole event feels like dangerously close to like something bad and it's happening. Like so hot. It's, it's ungodly. Everyone's drinking, which dehydrates yeah. you. It's always just felt to me like a little scary. Um, and I agree. Like if, if this was... And I wish I knew more logistics on like the paying versus the not. But if it's like a totally free event that you wanted to go to and you weren't able to go to and you decided to spend five hours standing in the hot, that is on you. But also keep in mind, like, I can't imagine it was easy to get an Uber out of that shuttle station. No, no. It's hard to get an Uber out of Coachella. Right. It's just hard in general. In general. So I think there there is responsibility on Revolve, like, for having knowing that many people were going to show up at a shuttle station and not having the infrastructure to get all those people there. And maybe that's what they wanted. They wanted to like create hype and make it like exclusive. And, and then they got to capacity and like no one could come. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think like when you're encouraged, when you're having people show up 
in 100 degree heat in the middle of the day with no water, no shelter, and then not even buses showing up. Like, but there I is... saw buses and they were coach buses too. So I saw videos with buses, but like people were saying these were literally the only buses that came over the four or five hour period that I was there. Okay, so then how did the thousands of people that I saw at Revolve Festival get Post there. Malone get there? I believe those people were on time to the shuttle station. Got it. But again, you really and can't know unless capacity. you were there. I guess they could have said to everyone, like, we're at capacity, like, go home. please go home. I think also what I saw was, like, there were people there, like, security, quote, mm-hmm. unquote, who were supposed to be, like, counselors who were supposed but to be organizing know. everyone. And they weren't doing anything. But it's also, like, you see the behavior of all of these swarms of people who are, like, there's no containing them. No, I agree. Like, there is a, um, an amount of personal liability on the people who decided to stand out there for six hours to see Post Malone. Like, you, it's not jail. Like, you could leave. Um, you could go to the festival. You could go back to your house. You could go get water. You could go to a restaurant, go to Taco Bell, have a soda. Like, there is... Revolve is culpable in the sense that, like, there, it seemed like their event was chaotic. Not the event. The event itself... The logistics around the event were chaotic. The, the transporting people there was But chaotic. also, there's, where's the personal liability for, like, you deciding... Not to spend Easter with, with your, family, your family. Not to get Coachella tickets. Just to fly across the country and miss the holiday to spend one day at Revolve Festival, which, if you've ever seen it, like, it's just a content farm. Like, right. yeah, I think a lot of times it is more fun than it actually looks, but it, it, it's not like a real no thing. it's it's a content farm that's the perfect like you walk around there's sick things happening and no one's really paying attention they're taking pictures like you go on the rides to take a picture and like because everybody's really working yeah you right. know and it's not in, in, in any in a negative way. way i actually think like considering everybody's working and it is like just a photo op it's actually more fun than, than a classic work event right but no, that's I, what you chose to do. I agree with what you're saying. There's liability um, on everyone. Like you, you made that decision to stand with all these people. And trust me, if it were me, like I would be so fucking pissed. Like, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I would make a TikTok or an Instagram story like because it's low key like embarrassing that I decided to like thirst out so hard, stand like with all these people when clearly it wasn't happening. Like, go to correct your house. Yeah, Come yeah. On. Or if you're gonna come to the desert for a weekend, like make a weekend out of it out of it get Coachella tickets have options yeah because Coachella weekend is all about trying to get into parties that you might not get into right for everyone mm-hmm. unless you're Kim Kardashian right right you now it's true it's true we've been there we've been there oh been there been there big time I mean I don't think anything on the scale as big as no, this no 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 but like the frustration like even if you guys weren't waiting at a designated location even if you're waiting outside the actual party right like they, with the bouncers right you they can only let so many people in. It would have been a different, like, the same situation even if you're just waiting outside the Mark Griffin estate. Right, 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 right. But it's just, just fucking chaos everywhere. No, and I think, like, the real reason why people are pissed is because where they were told to wait and, and ended up waiting for so many hours was in the middle of the day, high heat, no was shade. the desert? No water, the desert, no, you know, tents for them to stand under. Like I saw a tent. You did? Yeah, I saw a tent. Oh, I didn't see a tent. What I was told is like there's no shade, no water, no resources. So leave. That's the point. Leave. And it'll take you a long time to leave. But like deciding to stand there for six hours. Your tent. Oh, tent. Yes, tent. Um, <laughs> deciding to stand there for six hours. That's on you. Yeah. That's and maybe not what you want to hear, but that is on you. Like wanting like the desperation to get into a revolt fest. So that's what you did. And it's just, it's not fire festival. Right, no, because the festival itself, the event where the ground, the grounds where the event were actually happening was a smash they success. Had Post a Malone, festival. Jack Harlow, food, drinks, carnival rides, thousands of people. It was, but they, they oversold the event. Yeah. Okay. And I'm just learning now that tickets were sold because up until now, or some, there was some sort of like money exchange. I just thought it was For a, a lot event. of people. Yeah. But also, I think people are also pissed because like Kim was there and clearly like, they probably paid her. Yeah. And so it's like they have all this money for yeah. things like that, but they are not paying for more buses. But I think that's water like... Water at the transport but station. But that's also like the core, one of the core tenets of like nightlife and partying is like exclusivity. Yeah. So if a party, if everyone can go to a party, it ain't that cool. Yeah. So that's just like a marketing strategy. Yeah. So I think Revolve is definitely like liable in some regards, but I think also it's important that every person who decided to stay six hours in the sun when they knew they probably weren't getting to the party, like, and were just desperate to be at Revolve Fest, like, there needs to be personal liability taken. Accountability. And how long would you have waited? Me, I'm really not good in the heat. Like, yeah, but it would have been the both of us. So like, I would have made you wait a, mm, twenty minutes. 
20 minutes. I think... No, knowing me, like, I'm a Bulvan, I would have found out where the party was and, like, took an Uber straight to the party and, like, hopped a, hopped a fence. Well, that's the thing. I wonder if you have... If you took an Uber straight to the party, like, if you could walk into the party. They were very um, intentional about not letting people know where it was. And we know where it was because we've been there twice before. But most people don't know where the actual grounds are. Yeah. So if they wanted to take an Uber straight there, they wouldn't even know what address to put in the location. Okay, but if you knew the address, could you walk through the door? Or you had to come in through a bus? I think you could have walked through the door. But once you got to the door, you were told that they were at capacity. Depend like It just depends on who you are. And they give out wristbands of different colors for different tiers. Like, if you have a certain wristband, you can get into the private club area. Yeah, if you have yeah. a certain other color wristband, you just get to walk the grounds. So I think depending on what wristband you had, if they were at capacity, if you had, like, a really special wristband, they would let you in. But once they were at capacity and you just had the regular general admission wristband, it was like, no. Got it. Okay. But you're right. It is a free event for most people, I think. Um, which means that not everyone is going to get to come. And if I mean, the, the idea, the, what you're telling me about the Coachella festival being at capacity and people yes. not being able to get in, that's, that's fucked, fucked up. up. Yes. I heard that too, that Coachella, um, was turning people away, especially the first night. Cause I, I, Harry's stage crowd size had like one of the biggest in Coachella history. Wow. It looked great, his performance. It looked amazing. Shania Twain was there. Um, it was everything of the Such sort. Such an interesting choice. Like, you bring out one person in the Shania Twain. Here for it completely. But it's actually surprising. not that interesting if you, like, are One Direction Harry Stan. Like, he has been obsessed with Shania really? Twain forever. You're, um, You're Still the One is, like, one of his favorite songs. When he was on tour with uh, Casey Musgraves, she opened for him. Every night she would come back out and sing that song, like a duet, really beautiful harmony with him. It's like one of his favorite songs. Oh, cute. So he's like a Shania girly. Cute. And I thought it was like the perfect, the perfect collab. Yeah, no, people were living for it and it was so good. She killed it. Olivia Wilde was there too, like frolicking around the field in her fur coat. Also, it felt like very low on celebrities this year. Yes. Like it used to be like a celebrity playground, like you would spot them everywhere. Like now, of course, there's influencers and there were a handful of like traditional celebrities, mm -hmm. but a lot less than usual. Yeah, it was just like Haley, Kardashian. And that's because... Justin performed Peaches with... Uh, Daniel at, Caesar. At the... Um, at his per, at his yeah during his thing. his set and also the Kardashians were there because they always do Eastern Palm Springs. Springs and like eight one eight was out revolved right. so it was just like let's check out the festival. There was a limited showing from like A list talent. Yeah, there's usually like so many models. Vanessa Hudgens, where was she? Oh yeah, Coachella girly, the Coachella queen, totally. You know, um, all in all, it was just like really living for the content in terms of influencers and their looks. I think like honestly, everyone looked stupid. Except for um, Shannon Ford looked amazing, but As she's, she is that girl, yeah. so she has no choice to be, to be, but to be that girl. <laughs> um, I thought Sophia LaCourt looked great. I thought Sophia LaCourt looked amazing, and that's really it. I thought the Sabotage girls looked so cute, and Sophie Suchan was my best dress of the whole weekend. Agreed. Did I? Oh, and day three, I just saw it was sickening as well. So it had like a butterfly top. Yeah, but overall, just like everyone was like doing the most, trying the hardest, and overall, like at a glance, looking at the event, you know, from a bird's eye perspective, it was a bunch of like losers being losers, you know, <laughs> and like and. And if you've been there, like, you just know it's even more losery in person, you know? Yeah, yes and no, because, like, every you, time we've been, we actually have, like, a genuinely good time. But that's us. Like, we we are not and content. Not gonna, we, like, take one picture, and then we're tired, and we're like, okay, can we please, like, just enjoy? Right. and you know what? And if we weren't having a good time, we would leave. Right, and, like, we we just know how to have fun. Like, we found pot. We we were just, like, for, like, the first, for the time, first time not. ever. We were like, is that, should we smoke? Like, we were, like, saying, should we do acid? We were like, should we? smoke pot <laughs> and we had so much fun like we really enjoyed the festival we didn't do like a ton of parties and so i think there's definitely a way to have a lot of fun at coachella but i just think with each year that passes it becomes more and more of like a work obligation yeah and less and less fun which is why stagecoach is the weekend to go yeah there's no parties like corporate greed it's just i also music. feel like in the past there have been so many competing parties during the day and i feel like most other brands have given up now yes. it's been like revolve take it's the yours. wheel or a lot of brands activate at revolve like every single station is branded mm -hmm. and those brands are paying for the event i'm sure revolve spends a lot less money than people yeah, think totally and they always have sponsors like when we the last time we were there um What's that food delivery? DoorDash. DoorDash was like the number one sponsor. They have tons of sponsors. You're right. It's definitely an expensive party to throw and they definitely spend a couple million dollars, but not... Of their money specifically. Yes. 
No, I think they spend a couple million dollars of their own money specifically, but the whole event in its entirety co- costs $20 million with all the performers, the grounds, the food, the liquor, everything, the carnival rides. It's Plus, insane. I mean, hotel. Hotel. Oh, and then also paying the girls. The girls, the influencers, like the top tier influencers who actually get to go with Revolve, paying them. It's a very expensive event, but they don't pay for all of it. Yeah, I think a lot less than people would think. Yeah. So it was just very interesting. I hope everyone who stood outside in the desert is recovered and is really thinking about their choices. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Because you know what? At the sucks. end of the day, Revolve totally liable. But you did stand out there for all those hours knowing you probably weren't going to make it. Like, you did do that. You did. And for what? So you could get an Instagram? Like, that's where right, that's, that's where our values are right now. As a society, like, our priorities are fucked out up. of whack. Yeah, I agree. Out Agreed. of fucking whack. Agreed. Go home for Easter. Go home. Are you ready for our next story? You yes, feel Coachella out? Coachella. Any other performances that stood out to you? No. Like all Megan the Stallion's performance looked amazing. Just from like stalking TikTok, all maybe I got into a rut because I watched so much Harry content. I was only served Harry content. Got it. That's all I saw. Oh, and of course, like Harry content we fucking love. And right. did you know that his new album's called Harry's House? <gasps> uh, I'm gonna I have to like, buy all the merch. Uh, so apparently the merch at Coachella was so sick. Did anyone get me anything? Bring totally. it to Claudia's meet and greet. You can find it on Poshmark for $1 million. I drank out of my Ray Dog mor- mug this you morning. Did? I fuck, I meant you feel to different? take a picture. I do feel different. I just want to say, like, I understand why we're all laughing at Ray Dunn. But I also understand the love and the hype. No, of course. Like, it's it's so cute. Do you want more? Like, kind, don't get crazy. But, okay. like, if you guys are thinking, like, would Jackie want Ray Dunn to bring to the meet and greet? Like, yeah. Okay, no, I'll... Like, I fuck with it. I'll do some searching. It's just, it was... And Zach saw my mug. He's like, what a cute mug. Who got that for you? (laughs) He's like, not you. (laughs) I said the toasters. Um, So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm feeling this Ray Dunn. She's a Ray Dunn girly. I'm a Ray Dunn girly. Yes. Okay, switching gears completely, because Rihanna would never. Mm Mm-hmm. The influencer blogger is apologizing for the reckless Rihanna and ASAP Rocky rumor that started last week. So I saw that, that didn't start. That he started. That he started. That like everyone just believed. believed. That got so much press, but this person like we never, I never heard of. Um, and now it's like completely untrue. Yeah, of course. And like I just hate shit like this. Like, first of all, I hate that as a society we just like believe what random people on the internet say. Yeah. Especially when. When I was reporting on this last week, I've never heard of this influencer, but his claim to fame is like Vogue or Paper Magazine referred to him as the messiest fashion influencer on the internet right now. So like he's known for being like a menace and we all just believed in like these are real people. I just hate this shit. These are real people. She is so pregnant. Like who needs this? And they're back in Barbados now. I think she's probably going to give birth there. That's what I saw. Which is so cute. They seem to be very happy. I like hate this man. Yeah, well, he's apologizing. He said, last night I made a dumb decision to tweet some information I had received. I'm not going to talk about sources, blame others for a discussion that was started because at the end of the day, I made the decision to drop that tweet, press send, and put that out with my name on it. I'd like to formally apologize to all parties I involved with my actions and for my reckless tweets. This is, like, so embarrassing. And to the general public who hadn't heard of this guy, like, this is going to be our association with him for a very long time. And now I just, like, if I ever read anything with his name in it, I'm just going to be, like, liar. Credibility is shot. Out the window and especially with like a pregnant woman like you just don't do that like you right. can't now she's probably like so stressed like it's just Actually, it's I'm sure like up. for Rihanna like she's fine yeah. you know but like to say you heard this rumor and say whether or not it was true or not like to put that out there when she is like so pregnant it's just what what are you trying to achieve no and the rumor got like so far as to Amina Mawadi having to having to put out a statement right right so it wasn't nothing it wasn't harmless like no. it was harmful it caused harm it, it was harmful full of harm full of it and these are just people who I don't think deserve harm no don't get me wrong there are definitely people out there who deserve harm like I have a whole list Rihanna ASAP <laughs> and Amina Mawadi are not those people no they are not and I just hate people who's like claim to fame on the internet is like just starting stuff yeah, and I'm seeing a lot of that recently. Because you get rewarded for it in this culture. You like, do. you become like, famous. Your lies become facts. Like, people are upset. Like, we live in this moronic culture where we just believe everything we read. So people like this guy, I'm not even sure of his name, are going to become, like, sources. Yeah. So, so one random guy said something on the internet. I say shit all the time. No one listens to me. Like, why now? No. Why this rumor? It's that. It's, like, just making shit up about people, which we see a lot. But it's also, like, this just, like, complain culture, which brings it back to the Revolve Fest of, like, just something didn't go your way. You're going to complain about it. Like, and everyone is just going to 
live for it. And I'm just not really, even if your gripe is valid. Legitimate, yeah. But this is completely illegitimate. You can't just make stuff yeah, up about people. Yeah. And you know what? If Rihanna wanted to, like, she probably has grounds to sue for libel. Because mm-hmm. you just make some random fucking shit up and, and press send. Yeah. Where is the accountability? Yeah. And I never want people to get sued. But I do think it would, like, set a precedent for, like, the next time some TikToker is like, yeah, I had sex with Kanye West. You might think twice. You might think twice. You might still do it. But you think but twice. you might have thought twice. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Uh, no. You're not ready. I don't think you're ready. I mean, is it the story that's brought to you by Framebridge? Every story is brought to us by Framebridge. If you want to frame your dog's stool sample or any other precious memory, check out Framebridge. Here's how it works. They are the easier and more affordable way to frame your favorite things and you never have to leave your house. So whether it's art prints, diplomas, photos in your phone, you can Framebridge just about anything. And with Mother's Day around the corner, they make the perfect gift. How it works is you'll go to framebridge.com, upload your photo directly from your phone, or they can send you packaging if you have a physical photo you want to mail. You'll preview your item online in dozens of frame styles and gallery wall layouts. Choose your favorite or get free recommendations from their talented designers. And then the experts at Framebridge will custom frame your item, deliver your finished piece to your door, and it'll be ready to hang. Instead of the hundreds you'd pay at the framing store, their prices start at just $39 and all shipping is free. Plus, our listeners will get 15% off their first order at framebridge.com when you use the code TOAST. They also have in-person stores now where you can work with some of their sickening designers in New York, D.C., Atlanta, Philly, Boston, and Chicago. So if there's something on your phone that you just want to get off and frame, if you think you have a a nice photo of you and your mom for Mother's Day or something she might like, get started today, frame your photos, or send someone the perfect gift at framebridge.com, and you can use the promo code TOAST to save an additional 15% off on your first order. Framebridge.com, promo code TOAST. Framebridge.com, promo code TOAST. Love it. Our girly Jessica Simpson is saying she loves her body at every size after weight loss. Queen doing queen things. Yeah, Jessica Simpson is a queen. So she did an interview and there are just like so many precious quotes that I want to share. The singer who has lost 100 pounds three separate times wow. said in a new interview that she has the experience to understand women and what they want out of life and it's their true. clothes. She said, I understand the mentality of all women and I understand loving where you're at or wanting more or wanting something better I understand that she said she had to grapple with weight struggles all in the public eye but finally has gotten to a place where she is comfortable and amazed in her skin she said I always celebrate my body the fact that it made children is unreal she Mm -hmm. said of her three kids but you just don't ever think you're going to fit back into things I feel you girl (laughs) it's crazy a woman's body is phenomenal in what it can do she recently shared a photo of herself wearing a bikini to flaunt her figure and credited her results to hard work determination and self-love she admitted that she cried tears of joy at reaching the milestone after having been devastated by her size at the end of her pregnancies. She said that she threw out her scale following years of body image struggles after she had her kids. I this just, just love her. my soul right now. I just, you know, if I had to get married again, which I hope to never do. You would marry Jessica Simpson? No, I think that, like, I really do believe she, no one on the planet understands a woman's body better than her. And, like, I would have her make my wedding dress, like, if oh, that was okay. an option. Okay. Well, you I would still- also marry her. <laughs> <laughs> if that was an option I just didn't know where you were going with it um, but no I think this is all like I think all the inter- a lot of the interviews she does right now is to promote her as like a, a designer because you know she now owns 100% of her Jessica Simpson collection company and so that's very much like her priority and it's true like when, it, when I think of buying clothing like I want to buy it from someone like Jessica Simpson who's been all sizes who knows what you need at a, a bigger size or at a smaller size and just because you need a bigger size doesn't mean you have to wear an ugly fucking smock dress like like I would like I trust this woman with my life I totally agree I take a bullet for her you would we're taking a lot of bullets that's me but I really and I I say that as like a euphemism but with Jessica Simpson it's a hundred percent facts it really is just when you think like she she's been kind of quiet recently and ever since like the fanfare from us from the over her book like I just but also from everyone I love like every few months like a re-upping of Jessica Simpson's standhood and especially now when she's like speaking directly to me about Mm -hmm. what it feels like to postpartum not be sure if your clothes are ever going to fit again and honestly reading this just gives me like more hope and patience is really what requires like I'm not trying to be hard on myself or anything but like a girl's got to dress girls gotta eat like a girl's gotta be clothed yeah right no I completely agree I think Jessica Simpson is all of us like she's truly like, a woman of the people. She's an American woman, you she know? She is. I just love this queen with every fiber of my being, following her on Instagram. She gives off Britney Spears vibes with, like, a lot of emojis and a lot of, like, 
unique angles, but we live for it. We live for it. It's not completely comparable. She does like no, it. No, no, no. I said, I didn't say it was the same. Vibe. I said it gives it's off a, a little bit of the energy. Okay, I, yeah, I feel that, but you just can just tell she's excited about what she's posting. I just love her. Like she, and she always gives us a glimpse. She lives this just lavish life. She just recently posted about a birthday party for one of her kids that I forget the theme, but it was like something themed and she went all out and it was like a beautiful party at her property in Malibu. Like it was she gets like overlooked a lot I think because she's not so in the public eye anymore but when we think of like celebrities we want to you know switch lives for a day like yeah need to see that house yeah she like people forget like she's rich yeah rich rich mm-hmm. love that for her and I'm like you know 80% happy like 20% jealous that's healthy for you yeah okay like 70 30 but yeah <laughs> still healthy 60 40 <laughs> Are you ready for our next story? The drama, which I have yet to discuss with you, but I know you've talked about it a few times, mm-hmm. of Elon Musk mm. trying to buy Twitter, and the Twitter board is now adopting a poison pill plan to thwart Elon from buying Twitter for the proposed $43 billion takeover that he is trying to enact. And tell me what a poison pill is, because you know I have no idea. So basically, they are trying to get other people to buy more shares by devaluing the price of their stock, therefore, like, diluting. It's literally like the Gilded Age. Yeah. Isn't that what he did when those, you know, church elders tried to oust him? No, he bought up all his stock because he could. Right, right, right. But I, I don't it's think... It's giving similar energy. I don't think that these board members can. If you've seen the list of board members and how much stock they own, aside from Jack, the initial founder, not one of them owns more than 1%. Elon is now at 9%. Yeah, so I don't, like, fully understand the economics behind all of this, but I do it's understand... It's a lot. But here's what I understand. I understand simple, like, business logic, and I understand that Twitter is beyond irrelevant. As a platform, I don't think they generate a lot of revenue. And I just think in the social ecosystem, like they're literally the worst app, everyone would agree. You know, kids coming of age in social media have every single social media app except for Twitter. Mm -hmm. So here is a guy, for whatever his own reasons are, like wants to give you $50 billion for your irrelevant, stupid app. Take it. Like that's just business. But the thing is they don't want the money. They want control and they want power and they want the ability to content moderate censor what goes on on Twitter and that Elon wants the opposite so I just feel like for me like money is always gonna win and if I was a shareholder I'd be like fuck this I want out of this loser company the thing is like at a certain point if they continue to like make bad financial decisions on behalf of the shareholders it is a public company shareholders can sue Right, But they would literally rather get into that mess than let Elon Elon take the wheel. And what is Elon's plan for Twitter? Like, just for, like... He's been, like, running all these funny polls on his uh, things about changes that he would make, like things like an edit button, which is now coming. But in general, he wants free speech. So I think the plan would be to be a little more Mm hands-off. And then also, um, what else was he asking people if they would want? Like, just tweaks to the... To the platform. To the platform, Like, yeah. different features. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't... Th- like, I really don't understand. Because for me, like, I'm always going to lead with money. Like, whatever decision is going to make me the most money. And that's just me being a smart businesswoman. And maybe these, like, you know, close-minded shareholders, like, can't see my vision. But my vision leads with green. And I just don't understand, like... I would be embarrassed to be on the Twitter board because, like, it's, like, the loseriest company and I can't imagine you make a lot of money from being... Especially if you're, like, turning down money. Right, so, like, someone comes, like, let's say, oh, this is, like, for me, this is the analogy. Like, I'm on this sinking ship and I'm going to die and someone's like, here, you want a life raft? I'm like, nah. Right. Like, I don't understand. Because for me, I'm always going to take the $43 billion. But maybe I'm just not like other girls. Maybe you're not like other board members. I'm not like other investors. That's for damn sure. No, I think it's them who are not like other investors yeah I think most investors are interested in the green in generally speaking but you know people really don't like Elon Musk and I know like billionaires are not you know universally loved but um I was seeing some stuff going on on Twitter just like different reactions to when Jeff Bezos right, right. bought the Washington Post and I didn't even know that he owned the Washington Post the newspaper um and everyone was like woohoo and then Elon wants to buy Twitter and like it's bad so I don't really understand but that's I think just people's like biases yeah so for me i just don't understand like not wanting 43 billion dollars that's kind of where my head is stuck yeah and i don't understand not wanting to give the reins to elon like everything he touches turns turns to to gold gold. it's true he's the richest man on the planet no i don't want your help like couldn't be me couldn't be (laughs) couldn't be me go maybe elon Elon, if elon Elon, isn't if elon is elon (laughs) 
<laughs> if Elon is in the business of purchasing media companies, like we are for sale. We are for sale. But I think Because one thing about me is I can be bought. 100%. 100%. But I don't know what Elon would even want to do with us. Like, I think he would be like, and plus we are no, so, he would, he would, we speak so glowingly about him. Yeah, like, no, he would literally be like, here's $43 billion. Keep doing what you're doing. That I could agree to. No, that's a deal. So I just wanted to put it out there because he's obviously just like writing checks. We are for sale. We, we are can sale. be bought. Yes, we can. And we will say whatever you want us to say because Teslas are the best cars on the planet. And but they all are. these billionaires who want to go to space, no one does it quite like Elon. Ooh. And he's so handsome and just the, the perfect like father and a wonderful person. So we would like $43 billion. Thank you. Where's the lie though? Forty-three billion, please. Where's the lie? Are you ready for our fifth and final story? A little cargo news. Sh- like cargo pants? No, like cargo ships. Oh, because, Evergreen. Yeah, Evergreen's like sister ship got stuck in Chesapeake Bay, and, and everybody's people are quaking. quaking. And it's and like everyone wants to recreate the these, magic of the Suez, but it's you not. You can't. You can't. You can't. Even you can't. if Evergreen got stuck in the Suez again, it would it not be, the, be same. the same. It wouldn't be the same. All of these copycats. Try as you may, and I know that this guy stuck, got stuck in the Chesapeake on purpose because he wanted attention. And I'm just <laughs> saying, we're not giving you the attention. You will never be Suez. You will never be 2020 Evergreen moment. You're a fraud. You are fake. No matter how many Chanel bags you borrow, you will never be a lady. 100%. These copycats have got to quit it. And also, you're fucking with our cargo now. You know, now it's not funny. Like, you wanted attention, but, like, now, you know. Like, we could sacrifice. supply chain. We could sacrifice what was on that ship because the Suez situation brought us together. Of course. But this, now you're just messing with people's furniture orders. No, stop and you're, it. you're messing with the supply chain, and the supply chain is already fractured. Like, stop. It's not the vibe. No, so yeah, like, <laughs> so suddenly, you know, for centuries, everyone has known how to drive a cargo boat. But up until this year, it's like everyone forgot. Thirsty fucking cargo Thirsty ships. Thirsty attention whores. Stop. <laughs> well, after weeks of tugging, pulling, digging, and dumping, the 1,095-foot cargo ship Ever Forward was pried from the muddy clutches of the Chesapeake Bay on Sunday morning. So the Such catastrophe loser energy. is beyond. Loser energy. Like, <laughs> stop. We see right through you and all your antics. This is not what we need. And this is not what we were referring to. No. And, like, these things have to be organic. And it's just right. feels planned at this no, point. No, it's giving, it's giving fraudulence. It is. And try as you may. Like, you will never be the evergreen Suez moment. But keep trying, sweetie. Yeah. Actually, don't keep trying, okay? Because some of us are waiting for our furniture deliveries for seven months. And, like, you're fucking with it. 100%. 100%. And I feel as though... You nice try, though. It. And I, I feel like... Maybe they got confused because, like, for example, we were so here for the Suez moment. Like, it was my favorite story of 2020. Same. And so maybe they thought they were giving us more. And I just needed to let everyone know and put that in there to let you guys know to stop. It is not the vibe. Yeah, it's just like, it's giving loser. And that's on you being a loser. So that's something you have to live with. I'm going to move on with my life and I'm going to unburden myself. There's a lot of things that are giving loser today. I know, my God. But, like, that's... Ever since, um, what was that story that we initially started Loser Energy Caroline from? Caroline Calloway. Right. There was like that big influencer scandal. And I, I don't really remember what happened. But the it just girl seemed like. wrote, was writing her, her captions. captions. And then the girl like wrote an expose about it. And everyone was like, the girl, the and girl. And it just seemed like everyone, girl included, like was being losers. It was loser on loser crime. And once you just kind of look at the world and like every situation <laughs> as just really seeing like the true loser energy within every person, you will feel so free. Yeah. And like looking at every situation, like if you were sitting on your couch this weekend being like, oh, my wish is at Coachella, just see them all as losers and everything will change. <laughs> everything has changed. With that, I think we should unburden ourselves. Please. So unburden yourselves is our Monday segment where you can write in and unburden yourself with something embarrassing you did over the weekend. And we're just going to help you feel better about it. We're not going to try and change you. We're just going to take that burden and... Squash on it. it so release it thank you um un- <laughs> you can write in to unburden yourselves at unburden yourselves at gmail.com and it is always anonymous and we're just gonna help you un that burden and unburden yourselves is brought to you by bull and branch the number one best sheets on the planet i've got them all <laughs> are you guys okay we're gonna take that burden and, and un it <laughs> Bolin Branch uses the best 100% organic cotton threads on earth for superior softness and a better night's sleep. Their sheets aren't just buttery, breathable, and impossibly soft to start, but they get softer with every wash. So I have the signature hem sheets. I have them in white for my king-size bed, and it is their bestseller for a reason. 
They use the highest quality threads on earth. They're made with luxurious threads that have even been beloved by three U.S. presidents. They feel buttery to the touch and are super breathable, so they're perfect for every season. Bowl and Branch signature sheets come in nine versatile colors and in all sizes. So that's twin up to California King, and you'll immediately feel the difference in their iconic signature sheets. They also offer other products, like I have the waffle throw. It's everything of the sort. And best of all, Bowl and Branch gives you a 30-day, 30-night risk-free trial with free shipping and return on all orders if you miss the bowl and branch april sale april sale our listeners can get exclusive access to a post sale 20 percent off site-wide discount through the end of april with the promo code toast at bowlandbranch.com that's bowlandbranch b-o-l-l-a-n-d branch.com promo code toast for 20 percent off through the end of april okay first girly girls unburdening herself after an uncomfortable dinner with her in-laws hmm. hi ladies longtime listener first time unburdener This past weekend, I was with my boyfriend's family for Easter. One of the nights we went out to dinner, it was a nicer restaurant, so I wore a cute little sundress. The city we were in is hot, but the restaurant was freezing, and I didn't bring a sweater, and my dress was strapless. Throughout the meal, my boyfriend's mom kept offering me her sweater, and it was really sweet of her, but it was so cold in the restaurant, I kept declining because I felt bad that she'd be cold. She offered several times, but I declined for a while. I ended up going to the bathroom, and as I look in the mirror while washing my hands, I notice that my nipples are beaming through my dress. Like... Full-blown high beams. I could have taken someone's eye out if they got too close. I immediately wanted to die because then it occurs to me that my boyfriend's sweet mother definitely saw and was offering the sweater to help me out, and I stupidly declined. I put all my hair in front of in front of my face to cover my nips for the rest of the evening and I prayed no one else saw. Of course, I texted my boyfriend from the table and he was cracking up. Meanwhile, I was melting in my own embarrassment. Feels good to get that off my chest, literally. Signed, a nippy, not-so-toasty toaster. Listen... You didn't know. It's a part of life. It's also, it's like not that embarrassing. It's not that embarrassing. And I think for the mom, like she was clearly trying to help. And I think that you coming back from the bathroom with your hair in front of your nipples, like just showed, oh my God, I just realized this is not who I want to be. And I'm sorry. And I think like the woman to woman signaling, I feel like she got that. And this is why it's important, like never to cut your hair below your, above your nipples. Because you never know when, for me, like my hair is a protection. I don't really get hard nipples that much. My nipples like don't work that way. (laughs) But I have like big face syndrome. I always have stains, like spaghetti sauce, like right up here. And having long hair is such a security blanket and that's why I'm just not here for like short hair yeah I think also why this wouldn't apply to us it's I feel like she was wearing a sundress without a bra you know which but is if, if you always have to wear a bra like a luxury more, not all of us are afforded there's more protection yeah another so, layer right so the, that wouldn't happen this isn't that bad it's especially that because bad. the it seems like you're obviously trying to impress your in-laws and she wasn't being a bitch about it she was like genuinely trying yeah. to help so it seems like you have a nice mother-in-law yeah I think I think it's totally fine like obviously not ideal not ideal and I understand like wearing a sundress and it's because it's hot outside you know what I've recently done like the last few summers mm-hmm. that I would just like to extend to everyone try a pashmina like because so you don't want to ruin your outfit with the sweater like it doesn't call for a sweater but the restaurant can get really cold sometimes it gets cold at night I've been bringing a pashmina around in the summer mm. and it's such a vibe and it just really elevates your look it's an extremely elegant rich Nantucket mother thing to do it really is you know but she anybody... gets on her porch she wraps her pashmina she mm. contemplates She's divorce so chilly. it's so chic but like anybody can wear a pashmina so why right. don't we all no it's so true pashminas are completely universal and completely underrated so just get one pashmina yeah they sell them on the street in new york for like a dollar in a in a color that works with any just outfit throw it in the wash and it's good and then for the next time you don't have to worry about it so that's my tip of the day pashminas. pashmina i love you that. know what i'm thinking pashminas <laughs> hey let's fold pashminas I would love to. All right, next up. Hello, Jackson Claude. Love you both so much. As avid music lovers and concert goers, I hope you can understand where I'm coming from when I tell you about the most vile thing I did last week. I was at a Justin Bieber concert and I had floor seats that were incredible. I'm a believer for life, so this wasn't just any concert for me. About a third of the way through the concert, I finished my drink and all of a sudden I had a shooting pain in my stomach. Since I had such amazing seats, leaving to go to the bathroom would simply not be an option because I knew someone would have taken it by the time I got back. So rationally, while everyone around was getting their soul snatched by Biebs, I squatted down and I peed in my cup. In the middle of the concert, in the middle of the concert, as soon as the show ended, the people started shuffling out and I heard someone yell, it smells like piss and puss down here. (laughs) I got out unscathed, but I kindly asked to unburden myself for my unhinged behavior. That's insane. That's disgusting. Like, 
I'm all for public urination. I really am, but like not near other people because you know, your all of our fluids carry different bacteria, diseases. Like I just don't think it's nice to be peeing in front of other other people. And not to be that girl, but like imagine if a guy next to you like whipped out his penis and started peeing. Like it's gross. Yeah. And like it's traumatizing. Yeah, that's like really crazy. Also, it feels even not to make you feel worse because you obviously already feel no, bad. Not to make you feel worse and like you did it and you got away with it for the most part. So it is what it is. I have like so many different thoughts about it. And also it's just reminding me like I saw this headline of Kim Kardashian saying on Ellen that like she'll do anything for fashion. Like even wear something if she has to wear a diaper with mm -hmm. it. Like maybe if you're this kind of girl who can't miss a song to pee, wear a diaper to the concert. Well, I am that, that type of girl. But you know, I have this gift. It's really, I don't think I've ever spoken about this gift. Uh, like at a concert I always pee like I'm the girl who pees three times during a movie and it's because I I think I think I don't know the medical reason but I think it's because my fupa weighs like really heavy on my bladder and it's just like science um so I am that girl like I and I always I'm having like cocktail after cocktail so drinking makes you pee I, I am that girl like I will well, pee more drink, than sorry that's duh drinking, <laughs> but alcohol, drinking alcohol. Yeah. alcohol I am that girl like I will pee multiple times during an event and I have this gift and I guess like I'm not a GA girl like I'd rather have the worst seat in the house than stand GA during a concert. You I need just, to know the gift that you have. I can pee like I can get from my seat to the bathroom and back in 30 seconds like I will sprint. I will pee so fucking fast and while I'm peeing I'm multitasking. I'm getting the toilet paper ready. Yeah. I'm fixing my lipstick and yeah sometimes I won't wash my hands and I'll run back like I can get to and fro in 45 seconds and you're the one saying like germs with yeah you're concerned with her germs peeing on the floor yeah but you won't wash your hands like in no, I'll grab a little hand sanitizer on my way out that's a good thing about COVID there's sanitizer everywhere okay that's fine that's acceptable like I just don't feel like if you're gonna pee three times in an hour like you have to wash your hands every time uh, at Madison Square Garden yeah oh speaking of Madison Square Garden that is where I will be May 5th for my final comedy show yeah check it out girlwithnojob.com slash tour Jackie will be there and this is the first show she's seen because she doesn't support my comedy career no I'm totally kidding but it is the first show she's gonna see so like experience that with Jackie yeah I'm so excited I actually just ordered a potential outfit I need to do that and I hope it works because it's exactly what like I need to be wearing like something that would be like flattering Stunning. and also like plainy and I love cute. that for you is it a suit what is it it's like, a dress because I have respect for you the arts and no it's like we're going to the theater like let's all dress up and pay respect to the queen who we're seeing a hundred percent. Wait, um, just back to the Justin Bieber thing. Yeah. I have one other thought. Also, at like a Justin Bieber concert, there's weirdly like a lot of kids. So that just also makes it worse. Like it's not like you're at a festival where everyone pisses and shits on the ground. It's true. Like know your audience. It's true. And it's just not acceptable. And I'm sorry that I have to be the one to say that. I know. And like I know you already feel bad because, you know, to get to a point where you're emailing us about something embarrassing you did, like it's a low point for sure. So I don't want to make you feel better, worse, but it's not good. It's not good. And all I'll say is just don't do it again. Don't do it again. We can forgive once right just don't do it again i want to forgive you and i want to forget you and if you feel the need to do it again wear a diaper like i was in diapers for the past few weeks and <laughs> they're kind of incredible yeah but you weren't like peeing on yourself were you no like if you had to pee you weren't like oh i'm wearing a diaper let me just pee in my no, diaper no you but went like, down but to I, the would, bathroom. I would rather pee in my diaper than pee on the floor at a concert yeah if, no honestly so I, for her i would rather miss one song than be right on the but floor. she wouldn't no but also logistically she's on the floor like it does take a long time in an arena to get like up because the bathroom there's no floor bathrooms yeah you just walk up the stairs it's a lot diaper. I, I understand diaper diaper all right our third and final one <sighs> claudia and jackie i'm still so mortified about this on Saturday, my boyfriend and I were doing the most wholesome thing. Oh, I read this one before. It's disgusting. <laughs> on Saturday, my boyfriend and I were doing the most wholesome thing. On Saturday evening, for a couple in their 20s, we decided to have dinner with his grandparents and then oh, hanging out by beautiful. them. Beautiful. Um, on the way over to their house, I decided to spice things up a bit and give my boyfriend roadhead. Obviously, my hands were involved, as I'm trying not to puke, lol. And I just planned to go to the bathroom and wash my hands shortly after arriving, not to be gross. I kid you not, a minute after I walk in the door, his grandma was raving about this new mustard she ordered online and how I must try it immediately. I tried to excuse myself to run to the restroom, but she was dead set. So she opens up this jar of mustard and is like, just dip your finger in and try it. Much to my dismay, I obliged and dipped my BJ-covered finger in her mustard jar. I am mortified by the fact that her mustard now has remnants of her grandson's blowjob in it. I can't even bring myself to tell my boyfriend that this happened. Well, that's just unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. Um, and moment of silence for grandma's mustard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. You need to go over to grandma's house, find the mustard. You need to go to church. You, you need, need to go, go to, to jail and repent. <laughs> you need to go over to grandma's house. 
find the mustard, throw it away. Grandma you, cannot be using this mustard. No, you also need to like write down the name of the mustard and buy her a new one and maybe just swap it out. And yeah. just pray that in the time that the delivery takes, she doesn't have to use it. But also like Gran insisting that you stick your finger in her mustard in a pandemic is a little crazy. I just feel like you could have tried harder I agree. to wash your hands because if she's like, dip your finger in, it's like, oh wait, I just took an Uber, so let me just wash my hands before. 100%. I just feel like you really could have tried harder. It's not like she had a gun to your it's head. It's not like, like she grabbed your wrist and took your finger and dipped it. And right. It, you could have tried harder. Everyone is responsible. Everyone is culpable. But, but you especially. you knew. And Gran didn't know. I, like, Gran I, didn't know. And you knew. I just really feel like you didn't try your best to wash your hands before dipping your finger and in the mustard. And where was your boyfriend? He knew. Right. Where was he? He could have blocked. I just. He could have said, I'll try the mustard, Grand. Right. <laughs> he could have said, use my finger like it's clean, whatever. Yeah, I just feel like you didn't try hard enough. Or you could have like grabbed a fork. Like you, there were so many things you could have done to avoid this and you didn't. And that's on you. That, that's really circling back to personal accountability that we were talking about at the top of the show. Yeah. You could have done more, and you didn't, and you put Gran in harm's way, and that's not cool. Of but you. Gran is reckless for sure. But you know what? At least we're like you know boosting Gran's immunity. Hopefully, <laughs> that's important. Immunity is important. It is. Her Pray for Gran's mustard. Her immune system is just rock hard. Damn. With grandkids Gran. like you, who needs enemies? <laughs> um, okay. Well, thank you for sharing, everyone. Y'all um, are crazy. Again, if you want to write, but in, please keep writing. Yeah, we'll try. Like. It's hard. I, I try not to judge, but these girls made it hard. Um, if you want to write in, again, it's unburden yourselves. Plural. But just know now your burden has been unned. Right. You've been unned, and therefore you can be free. And there's really nothing better than being unned and free. Nothing at all. Living unned and wild and free. That's my, uh, that's my new theme song. Um, so thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode of The Toast. Jackie, it's been a pleasure having you here you're getting all your songs out because you didn't sing i once. didn't sing once today and it really has been a pleasure doing business with you Beautiful. thank you so much for being here anything you want to say to the toasters before you come back actually this week is jackie's back two days a week now we're getting gearing back up for full-time jackie o we are gearing back up a lot of people are like please tell me jackie's coming back full-time after a lot of people th- even i ben, saw some even baking. ben was like is jackie coming i'm like are you kidding me i'm Yes, of course. I saw some fake news that was like, when do we ever say? We always said like month three. Like, guys, it's been would... two months. Like, regular work is three months. So give right. her a break. Don't start coming for me until it's month three, and and I'm still not. And here you're nowhere to be found. Right, but no, we're revving it up. I mean, t- it's definitely getting easier getting here, mm-hmm. so that's good. Um, yeah, you got here early today. I'm just such an early bird. Yeah, because I woke up at the fucking crack of dawn, and I just didn't go back to sleep because I think <laughs> it's harder to go back to like wake up from like a 30 minute spurt than it is to just stay up. You Agreed. Know? You know, that's what I'm learning. Um, well, thank you so much for being and here. And this is the first day that I've come into the studio where I did not get a migraine from from the <laughs> adventure. We're all winning here today. Yeah, it's getting better. Thank you so much for listening to the Morning Toast Millennium Morning Show where we deliver the fastest stories you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, I Heart Radio, Castbox, all the places you might be listening to podcasts. Find out some Morning Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Have an amazing day, you guys. We'll see you tomorrow with... Ben in studio. We've got a great week. Remy Bader's coming. Tasha's coming. And we're finishing the week off back with Jackie O. So we're just sandwiching Jackie beginning and end. It's going to be great. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Love ya. Bye.